chance why not Turning up the amps why not You looking at the chance why not Y'all know we can stand that grind You been looking at the chance Put your feet up on Donnie's Mustang, grab your shot at glory, and prepare to go 12 rounds with Seismic Cinema. Yes, welcome along for another hard-hitting episode. Uh, this week we're doing, it's actually quite a, quite a new concept. This is a movie that I hadn't seen before, and Colin had seen before, so it's now how the tables have turned. There's the dogs. Just on cue, just as soon as we started. Some some things have never changed. Hey Colin, you carry this for five seconds and I will sort this. Okay. So as I said in the intro, we're at Seismic Cinema. I'm Colin and that's Paul who's just disappeared. So we're two good friends that like to talk about movies and TV shows. And you can check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast. I carried I carried us for a wee bit, then I messed it up. Oh, did you? Oh well. What's happening anyway? So what were you saying there? I was just totally mess, messing up a plug while you were away. All right, okay, that's fine then. Uh, we'll just we'll just leave it in. I just leave it in. I'll just be as if you've been. Uh, had a wee hook to the face and you're a bit concussed and you don't know what you're talking about. Well, Just like Creed does in this movie. That'd be quite accurate. Uh, I basically just said who we were and the, where they can, some of the places they can find us. Oh, nice. I just had to chase my dog up the stairs because he was just barking at the bottom of the stairs for no reason whatsoever. So we're all good. We're all good now, hopefully for about five minutes. Cool. Uh, well, before we get into the main part of the review, uh, we've got our our classic, I don't know if it's popular, but I enjoy it, segment of what we've been watching or listening to or reading or playing this week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I did the dirty and went and seen Quantumania without you. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, but, you know, like it's been getting quite a lot of hate. Well, not a lot of hate, but it's been quite disliked online. Uh, I actually quite enjoyed it and I was listening to a couple of podcasts on it as well and it kind of reinforced the fact that yeah it was pretty good there's a couple of confusing bits in it and I'm not sure how it all works in the grand scheme of things but overall I enjoyed it and uh, it's got some Star Wars vibes like I was telling you before so yeah definitely give it a wee, a wee watch and I think if you can get to see it in the cinema, I'd probably watch it in the cinema because mm. there's quite a lot of the visuals are really good. Like kind of like Doctor Strange, yeah. kind of really, like a bit psychedelic. I don't know when it'll stay into, so I might struggle. But if I miss it, I'll definitely check it out on Disney Plus when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was watching Bad Batch, and we we're talking earlier on as well how it was one of the better episodes. Um, I could tell. What it was straight away as soon as I seen mm-hmm. uh, what the creature was. Uh, I don't want to spoil it too much in case anyone's not seen it. Um, don't want to spoil it either, but just it's there. Obviously, there's a real kind of through line happening between 
Bad Batch, Mandalorian, and uh, the sequels. Yeah, speaking of Mandalorian, season three, episode one dropped, and we both watched it. And yeah, I thought it was pretty good, solid opening to season three. I haven't rewatched it yet. Um, I'll get to what I'm watching in a second, but I'm going to rewatch. I'll rewatch it before the second episode comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a Scarlet, Scarlet loved it. She was uh, just giggling away when the wee baby freaks were there, and uh, Grogu was there. I felt quite weird though, because like there was there wasn't a. I thought it'd be a recap at the beginning of season three. And yeah. There just wasn't, and it didn't explain. Like, see if people hadn't seen Book of Boba Fett, they would just not know at all. Like, what the hell was going on? I think they're just counting on Star Wars fans being sweaties, but Mandalorian is quite popular with just kind of casual fans as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not a Pedro Pascal uh, masterpiece. Of watching The Last of Us. I only watched the first episode, I think. So, is it almost done? Because I, I would. Probably then just gonna watch it all in a winner. I think there's seven episodes out just now. I think there's twelve in the first season. I think I could be wrong. Maybe eight. It could be twelve. Can you, tell, on the, on can, you can you tell me when it's done and then I'll watch it? Sure, sure. And I've got the game. You can get the games pretty cheap on PlayStation Plus too, if you ever gonna play them. I, I've actually got, or I did have it. I've either got it or did have it. I did play a wee bit. Yeah, I'm terrible. I'm terrible at it. See the stealth I elements. I got a bit bored with all the scenes that kind of clips mm. yeah well i try to play it and i'm terrible at stealth and my controller's not very sensitive mm. so like when you're trying to aim it's just terrible so that's mm. my excuse and i'm sticking with it well anything else uh, we can talk about our kind of podcast and community at the end but is there any other shows or films or games or not books sorry i need to make that joke every week uh no nah, not really that's kind of all i've been watching i think uh not really been catching much at all just been working try to watch creed it took me seven hours to watch a two-hour movie yesterday uh somehow it just couldn't do it and then i was trying to watch creed 2 today and only got i never way through it i've been trying to watch it for like four hours just things are getting in the way. I'll be interested to hear your thoughts on the on the movies then if you've not had a... a I'm going to assume it's not because you didn't enjoy them, but you've just had a busy couple of days. Yeah, it's been a busy couple of days with uh, dogs with dodgy tummies and all sorts. <laughs> so just things are getting in the way. Um, I was watching Creed 2 and uh, Victor Drago, the, the son... Mm. I was like, what is he in before? He, this is doing my head and I was like, trying to think for ages. He's bloody Razor Fist in Shang-Chi. Alright, okay. What a weird thing. What a weird thing for it to be in. Like Razor Fist and he's like a pure beast in this. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. So, what have I been watching? I actually was on Netflix today and I kind of flicked through things I'd been watching. I was like, ah, I've got this horrible knack of just abandoning shows that I'm Kind of part of the way through. Like I started watching Nar- Narcos or Narcos or whatever you wanted to call it. Um, I didn't finish, but in terms of what I've been watching recently, as I said, I watched, I caught up in Bad Batch, the not the most recent episode, but the one before. 
I got like halfway through it and I just wasn't feeling it. But I did finish it. It was the one with the the miners. Oh yeah, I, it was so I did, I did finish it and the and when I actually finished it, it wasn't actually that bad. It was just a wee bit forgettable again. Yeah, but I wasn't a big fan of that one. Good. I watched Mando and I have been rewatching the Book of Boba Fett. Yep. Well, I managed to watch the first four, first four, at least the first four episodes, maybe first five, before Mando came out, and then I started rewatching episode six today, the one with uh, the one that looks in. And the rest. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, good, yeah, yeah. And we, we spoke about his appearance in the Mandalorian, Junior Mandalorian podcast. And it was, was that our top five episodes podcast with uh, Satsu from Chatsunami? That's the one. Last and week, if anyone wants to check it out. Famous. And uh, he does look so much better in the, the technology. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because, like, Deepfake. in the rescue, it looks terrible. He looks great th- in, in that Book of Boba Fett episode. Yeah. So, yeah because see. Last, sorry, anyway. No, I was going to say before season three, I watched a couple of episodes and it was the, I watched the rescue and I watched the sin after you yes. talking about it. And, uh, yeah, and still looks facing the rescue just, just freaks me out. It's, it's just so weird looking. I just, I can't understand how they got that so wrong. Especially when they have like, you know, like in that man movies where they de-age Michael Douglas. Yeah, yeah. And it looks really good. And then they get that and it's just like, Ugh, that's really weird. I remember they hired this guy they they found on YouTube to do the deep fake for them, and that's probably why it improves so much. Yeah, but still, you think with all the resources that they'd be able to just de-age him like yeah. a bit better than that. But anyway, anyway, this is, this is becoming a Star Wars podcast. It is again. Um, yeah, so I've got the. Second, like the last 20 minutes of episode six of Book of Boba Fett to watch, and then the finale. So I was like, I didn't manage to watch them all before Mando season three, but I'll be able to watch them before the second episode comes out. So mm-hmm. it's not it's not too far off. And I don't know, I think I maybe said me and Alien finished watching Happy Valley. Um we've now started watching uh you season four. So we watched I watched the first two episodes of that. Okay. Oh, yeah. See, yeah. Have you, are you enjoying new season four? I watched the first episode and I wasn't that fussed, but I've got this horrible habit of falling asleep really easily in the evening. I just, I reach a point where I'm just dozing. Yeah. So Old age comes to us all. I rewatched it and then I watched the second episode tonight and I'm not all in yet, but I, I do, as you know, like a whodunit. And all the references to like Agatha Christie and things like that. So, um, I'm quite enjoying the kind of who done it aspect of this season. But I'm hoping that it becomes a bit more classic. You in terms of um, murder, right? It's obviously going to spoil the show for people that are not watched it. But it's obviously a wee bit of a, a kind of flip on the na- normal narrative, and that he's not at the moment the person that's in the wrong. Yeah. I just like when he's like stalking people that he puts on a black hat and he thinks he's invisible. Yeah. Even though it makes him stick it like a sore thumb. 
It's still very watchable. The only reason we hadn't watched it yet was because we're watching Happy Valley. But yeah. we'll, we'll watch the last three and then the second half of the season comes out on Thursday, I think. Nice. Okay. So, yeah, that's where I'm at, at the moment. I was just concentrating on the Mando and Book of Boba Fett rewatch. And once we finish, you will probably find another iPlayer show to watch. Mm. Um, did I spy on did I spy on Twitter that you'd finished a book as well? Yeah, I finished the I finished the Unbalanced Equation by Billy McFarlane tonight. It was a really good read. I enjoyed it. Nice. Out of ten, out of ten, uh, seismic charges. Seismic charges. I don't yeah. know. That's a terrible. That's a terrible. That's not. I've never I'm, never, I'm never going to say that again. I've never had to read a book before, but I would say it was a. I'll give it like a. Eight point five. Nice. Yeah. What's what's a ten in your books? Harry Potter. Mm, I don't actually know what my all-time favorite book is, but anyway, people have came here for Creed, so. Ah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Let, less off. books, less books, more talking about punching folk. I know you like a nice separation, so. On to the review. <laughs> Right, so tell me, I'll take your normal position here because you're normally the one that's seen the movie. So tell me how much you loved it. I did actually. I was a bit skeptical going into it because like, I hadn't seen, I've not watched Rocky probably for about 25 years. I think I said this to you the other day. Um, mm. And I've not seen like the Rocky sequels, which is my bad, I know. Um, so I went into it and I was kind of like, am I going to understand mm-hmm. all the references, all the callbacks? Um, yeah, but overall, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I really like the characters in it. I like Michael B. Jordan. I think he's quite a likable character. He has his wee kind of cocky moments where mm-hmm. you kind of want him to get punched out a wee bit. But uh, <laughs> overall, he's quite charismatic as a character. Uh, quite likable. And Sylvester Stallone, I actually quite like that. Usually in movies, like he's terrible at acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like over the top cheesy or like just comes across like dead wooden. But I really liked his uh, his acting in this and like in Creed Two as well. I think like the way he talks is like believable. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like a kind of a grandiose speeches and stuff. It's just kind of like kind of he mumbles here and there, but it's like how somebody would like normally talk to somebody, if you know what I mean. Hmm. Yeah, I grounded. Think, I think when I'm watching these films that although some of the boxers are real life boxers, but I, I, I always keep going thinking like Apollo Creed and Rocky Balboa are like real boxers when they're obviously fictional characters, but I suppose that shows they do a good job at creating the characters. Yeah, that was the only thing that the, that was the only thing I didn't like about 
the movie was wasn't I didn't like it. It was just it took me out of it a wee bit because the name I've got is Pretty Ricky Conlon, which was played by uh, Tony Bellew, who is an actual real life boxer, and like I've seen him on like I've seen him on like TV fighting. I've seen him on Soccer AM, and he's actually quite a funny guy. He was on that SES selection show where they get the celebrities on it do like SES train. And he's a wee bit kinda does seem to have like a lot of anger issues. But seeing him try to act like the guy that he acts like in the movie was just a bit weird for me. And I'm pretty sure there's a couple of cameos as well from like trainers and stuff that are real life trainers. Um and it just kinda took me out. I'd rather it was like an actor. Like uh Say like in the originals, like Rocky was like Sylvester Stallone, Ivan Dra- Drag- Drago was Dolph Lundgren. I'd rather like it be a big jacked up actor rather than a boxer. I know from real life because it just felt like I don't know. It just felt really weird to me seeing him on TV. On TV. Yeah, I suppose it's like that for you, but I'm I don't watch boxing in real life, so I wouldn't. I don't know who these people are, so I didn't yeah. have that same issue. Like, I didn't really see the issues that maybe you saw. Um, you were talking about your background with it. I, I've only seen... I did a bit of a you with this one. I saw Creed in the cinema when it came out in 2015, and I really enjoyed it. And then I saw the sequel and really enjoyed that too. I didn't actually watch Rocky till last year. And I haven't watched the sequels yet either, but I feel like the movies do a good job at including people who haven't seen the Rocky films. Like I don't think you have to have seen them. Like you quite quickly work out who Rocky was, his connection to Apollo just through their the stories they tell. Yeah, and the wee clips and stuff in the the newspaper articles. Because like when it's like talking about like Rocky and like Adrian and stuff, I'm just like, who's Adrian again? Uh, um, but uh, yeah, I was trying to figure out like who's Polly, who's Mickey. I remember Mickey. Well, Polly was uh, Polly was Adrian's brother. It was Rocky's friend. Mm. Uh, but yeah, like they're all pan breed now, except Rocky, which is a bit sad. Mm. Carl Weathers, though. Yes, grief Carga. By the way, total tangent, but. A few of my favourite YouTubers that are reviewing The Mandalorian, a lot of people think Greece is going to snuff it this season. Would it surprise you? That'd be sad. I think the pirates will go for them. The really <laughs> weirdly dressed pirates that are dressed like pirates on the open seas in their spaceships. Anyway, tangent tangent gone. But yeah, uh, yeah, Carl Weathers is still very much with us. Doing a great yeah. job. Yeah. Oh, by the way, tangent. You know, like the Space Pirate King. I think he looks like old Greg that Boydie dressed up as at Halloween one year. <laughs> yeah, uh, vaguely know what you mean, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was going to be Hondo. From oh, yeah. Hondo I didn't think of that. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so we've, we've not got a great background knowledge. Like, yeah, I've seen the Creed films and really enjoyed them. 
But I, I, I think I will go back and watch the other Rocky films just so I can like, fill in the gaps. Although I still haven't went back and watched the sequels to The Karate Kid either, which is... Uh, I find this series is a lot like Cobra Kai in the sense you've got like the child of a kind of friend turned enemy training with the person who was like their father's trainer. You've not seen Cobra Kai, but it's kind of that classic like your enemy's child. You you start mentoring them, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I think in the end up did Apollo Creed and Rocky not kind of join forces? and then Yeah. They're described as enemies turn friends so i think in the first movie they were the ones that thought yeah and then i assume in the sequels that they it became friends obviously became friends because he refers to him as unk and makes some like i don't know how far you get into creed 2 but spoilers um donnie had a child oh well uh, they were expecting up to the point i got to yeah, so and uh part and of the family the, Donny, Donny got his butt whipped by uh, Victor. Mm. But let's not stray too far into um, Creed Two. So, what were the? You said you you did dig it. So, what were your? I'm just going to forget that I said dig it. But what were what were the main things you you enjoyed about the film? Uh, I actually quite like the fight choreography. Like, mm. I can imagine it'd be hard to choreograph a whole boxing match kind of thing uh, and make it look believable like I thought the hits looked really believable mm-hmm. uh, and like when somebody was getting punched it was like I felt like I could feel some of the punches mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like oh uh, was that, what's, a bit the, sore. what's the word for that Vis- visceral is that the word could be yes, yes. and the blood's and the blood's the blood's flying everywhere yeah. Um yeah, so I thought the fight scenes were really done well, and like the camera work, like moving around them, getting the good angles, uh, and also, like I was saying earlier on, like the performances, like mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan, totally would get him as an up and coming boxer, try to mm-hmm. make it on his own, uh, and Rocky being a bit reluctant to to train him, but gets a kind of wee sniff at it, and then comes into it um but yeah that was a kind of main one i really just like the choreography i like the story as well but mm. he's trying to make it on his own not off his father's name yeah then he comes to kind of embrace it uh, mad mad props to his what, what he classes as his mum because apollo had an affair with donnie's mum but then his uh his wife, wife takes him in and raises him eventually yeah and uh so the opposite he, of, so the opposite of john stowe and catelyn stark oh yeah i suppose actually yeah if only she was nicer <laughs> um, only she's gone game of thrones spoiler <laughs> done the truth uh but yeah she did a good job because it was like when i first watched it and you seen him in like the the kids' home, the kids was like juvie or something. I thought it was going to be like just one of these things where he's just brought up on the streets and kind of fights his way up. But it turns out actually had a pretty good life and quit his job and uh, moved out his fancy dancy house to go chase his dream of being a fighter, which I thought was pretty cool. 
I like that they called the uh, so it was it was Rocky it was like a restaurant he owned. Yeah, called Adrian's. Adrian's yeah. So I I clocked the name right away in terms of his his wife. Something I don't, it's just a bit of a trope in movies in general, but I get a bit frustrated when some that kind of reluctant hero or like it's like it happens in movies all the time. Someone's reluctant to train somebody like Last Jedi or someone's reluctant to do this or that and then somebody says something, pulls in the heartstrings and then they end up doing it. I feel like that happened quite a few times in the film, that people were just dead against something and then next scene they're like, ah, I'll do it. Yeah. I know. It was quite, it was quite a formulaic kind of movie. Like, you could tell where things were going to go. It wasn't like any big surprises. Yeah. Um, my only big surprise was seeing Tony Bellew in the show. I was like, "What?" Um, and his trainer, like the poor, like Cockney English guy, he's like a mad Scotsman. <laughs> he's uh, one of the Kingsguard in House of the Dragon. Yeah. Um, what? What? Like the very start of the show? Uh, yeah, the Scottish, the big. Big one that um, I think he protects the king himself, the Scottish mm-hmm. guy. Um, and yeah, so there's him. I'm trying. Those people walking past the, past the door here, coming down from the pubs. Uh, yeah, so there was that. There wasn't many surprises at all. Oh, but I did kind of get. I was like, when Rocky got cancer, I was like, oh, this is. He's going to die. Yeah. I thought it was going to be something that he would die or something that would spur yeah. a Adonis on to... That was one of the things I was saying. Like, Never he was like not going to get the treatment because his wife had passed. And then um, Donnie's like, I'm not going to train if you don't get the treatment. And then he's like, okay, I'll get the treatment. So it's just kind of like people just kind of cave in against their beliefs. Yeah. Okay then. <laughs> yeah, because I thought I thought he was gonna. I thought he wasn't gonna do it because he'd seen what happened to his wife and he didn't want that to happen to him, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And but then that's, it was what, just, that's what he was originally saying, and then he just changed his mind. Yeah, it's like, well, I'm not going to do this if you're not going to. Oh well, okay then. I'll go through the painful stuff so you can fight. I'm glad they didn't for two reasons. Obviously, Rocky's a great character, but as a wee bit atypical of these kind of films that the mentor figure would die. Yeah, that's what I thought was definitely going to happen. Well, we're getting really deep in analysis now. What we, what's happened to us? I know. <laughs> I'm talking about actual plot points. Yes. Um, you enjoy seeing Goodison Park? I know you've got your Everton roots. I knew you were going to bring that up. Uh, no, you Everton yeah. top ball. I've been there. You should have bought your Everton top for the podcast. I totally forgot, and it's up in the attic. It's up in the lost space. Um, yeah, it was quite a good. I think I'd imagine that they probably filmed on the match day to fill the stands as well. Yeah, <laughs> like a half time or something. They wouldn't be filling it this season anyway. <laughs> Definitely not. Oh, um, yeah. I your, thought it was, they they did they did. Mom and Dad's pals are Everton fans, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Down in Hoyton. 
Dave and Pauline, if they're listening, but they definitely won't be, so it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was, uh, what was it? not product placement, but like brand recognition or something. Like, I felt like they to get Tony value, he was like, right, I want Goodison to be like everywhere. I want Everton to be like well over advertised and everything. Because he had it on his like trunks and that, didn't he? I've got a fun fact for you. Yes, sir. Um, I did my wee Wikipedia stock before I started. Uh, turns out Stallone's an Everton fan. Ah, I feel like I heard this before somewhere, actually. So that's maybe, or most probably, why um, Goodison Park and Liverpool in general are in it. Yeah. Try to think of what he would say. Like, Nathan Bellison. They want to edit that bit out. Yeah, it's terrible. Sorry. Just, I'm not very just, good. Just because it was awful, not the reason. <laughs> yeah. I could do that thing doing suits where he goes, ooh. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I remember the suits references actually. Um, <laughs> there was a few things I noted down actually from the Wikipedia I thought were quite interesting. So uh, it was Ryan Coogler that directed this, who directed Black Panther, both Black Panther movies. Uh, so apparently. I don't know if this is true, but apparently if Coogler's done or directed four movies and Michael B. Jordan's been in all of them, so... Well, to be fair, if you know somebody uh, inside out, you know what they're going to give in a performance and you keep working with them, I'm sure it's so, a, a good result. This is a tangent within a tangent, but um, I totally didn't realise... I feel like I recognised the name of um, the love interest, but I've totally forgot that she was in the Marvel movies. Tessa Thompson? Yeah. Valkyrie? Mm-hmm. I totally forgot that that's who that was. To be fair, I forgot that was her until uh, you said that there. I remember from I think it was 28 Days Later. Hmm. I could be wrong though. I feel like that's the same person. Uh, yeah, I remember. But... I recognise the name. And yeah. this one, you'll like, you'll like this one. Um, do you know who scored the film? Ludwig Göransson. Yes. And on, he, only because you know that scene where he's like running down the street and like quad bikes and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, that song's pretty jamming. I'll shazam that, and I shazammed it, and it was like somebody, somebody, and Ludwig Göransson is like, oh yeah. And apparently, he's done all four of Kugler's films as well. He was a pretty talented uh, composer, to be fair. It had a budget of $35 million and it made $174 million in the box office. What was the budget? $35.5 Oh, so it did. Made, made big money. $140 million profit, yeah. Um, it was released. The release date was kind of coordinated to coincide with the 40-year anniversary of the first Rocky film. Good marketing. Uh, I can't read my writing for that next point or the next point. Um, it's got a 95% score on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, Miles better than Law of Bain Citizen. What did I? Oh, Adonis Creed. What did I even say? <laughs> no idea. Uh, Ricky I'm sure it was really good though. Something in the fight. Won the fight. Oh, it was a quote. Ricky Conlon won the fight 
Adonis Creed won the night. They said it at the end of the film. Did they? Or was it in the commentators? They Do you know how he basically it? lost on a, like a points decision sort of thing? On a split, yeah. Um, what was quite interesting is, well, the first time I saw the Creed movies, I think I saw like, the trailer or just went to see it because it was something to see. And I really enjoyed it. And obviously, because I watched the sequel as well. But I've got no like real life interest in boxing, but I really enjoy boxing movies. And I don't know, I'm really into sporting movies, but other than football, I'm not interested in like watching sports. Like I like basketball movies. I really enjoyed the hustle, one did, the hustle which was a bit awful for us, but I enjoyed the film. <laughs> and I love the Karate Kid and Cobra Kai. Like I'm really into like sporting movies, but not actually watching the sports. Why do you think that is? Any thoughts? Mm, I'm going to go with you're weird. <laughs> There's a timing thing, like... I don't know. Maybe, maybe, it's, maybe it's more the story. It's compelling for you. I don't know, because... Yeah. I don't know if I would enjoy just sitting watching a boxing match. Well, it depends if it's, like, a good box. Sometimes you get, like, see the bigger weights. Mm. Um they throw a couple of punches and they get tired and then they start like doing that clinch thing where like they basically hug each other and the fight stops and they get separated. Yeah. Whereas the kind of lower weights down, they throw more punches, mm-hmm. but the, the heavier weights throw more powerful punches and you're more likely to get a knockout kind of thing. So it's just, it's a fine balance, but something's really entertaining. Um, I think it's just watched, like your, uh, your entrance point. Like, yeah, because I used to watch some... Scottish boxers just because of like, oh, you know, see how they are. And that kind of got me a wee bit into it. And then I went and seen boxing at the Commonwealth Games when it was in Glasgow. And that was really good to see all the different fighters from all the different countries fighting each other. Um, I tried a bit of boxing at the gym a couple weeks ago <laughs> and have a newfound respect for boxers because... Like, it wasn't like boxing fighting or anything like that. It was just like the gym work, so like hitting the pads and stuff. Is that the one Lisa goes to? No, no, no. Different gym. But my God, my arms were killing me after about a minute of the first drill. <laughs> we were just like throwing straight punches for, a, I think it was like two minutes or something, and my arms were just like numb. And I was, I used to just watch the TV and like, how are these boxers so tired all the time? Like, <laughs> they train for this all the time. Like, they should be not tired. And then I was tired within like 20 seconds. I was like... I can't do this for I can't do this for another forty five minutes. Yes, mad, mad respect. No, I just thought it was an interesting point that, like, I've got absolutely no interest in watching bots in real life, but I absolutely find the movies captivating. Never know. Maybe I'll watch uh, watch something. Uh, plus, YouTubers and all that are getting into these boxing fights. So, who's your two favorite favorite YouTubers? Are probably getting into a boxing match like KSI and Jake Paul. Me and you. That'd be the worst fight in history. <laughs> I think you win. Correct, but it's still a bit terrible. <laughs> what are you saying, Eileen? Yeah, you said you start watching boxing. Yeah, me and Eileen might start watching, but I think I don't know anything about it to know where to even like start with it. Really. A bit foxy boxing. <laughs> so I know they're having Simpsons. Yeah, they do. Anyway, wait, that was a more relevant tangent than normal, but. Um, any final thoughts on the film? Um, what did you make of um, the kind of romance and her storyline in terms of like the hearing loss? Like, 
you see where that? Do you think that'll have like? Do you think that'll kind of keep going into? I know it's relevant in two. Do you think that'll keep going into three? Do you buy their romance? Do you think it works? Uh, I don't know because I don't know how Rocky Two ends, but in the Rocky Two, uh, Creed Two, I'm glad I'm saying I'm doing you now. Mm. Um, because like she was talking about her kids might be deaf because it's like it could be hereditary. So maybe in the third one, the kid's going to be no, yes, yes, no, yeah, no. the kid's going to be deaf. No, yes. what, what's that mean? I'm trying to like not give a spoiler. Do you want to know? Yes, yeah, the kid's born deaf, born deaf, right? Okay, so in Rocky's Rocky, th- Rocky th- <laughs> Creed 3. <laughs> They'll have to overcome the challenges with that. Um, but yeah, they did mention it in Creed 2 at the start, so I was like, maybe. But, so it's quite an interesting, it might pay off just the deafness kind of angle. Um, but I thought, I find her character very likeable. Um, it's a bit annoying the way she just stands outside the ring saying, keep your hands up, D. <laughs> but the, I guess for representation purposes, somebody who's got that condition might watch it and be able to relate and be inspired by her story yeah. and a musician. That's true, yes, because she's a very talented song uh, singer-songwriter. Is that right? Um, what, what I thought was interesting about these movies is you really see the impact on the loved ones of the boxing, like Apollo's widow, you see, I keep forgetting her name and I feel really bad. What's the Dottie's girlfriend's name? Bianca? Bianca. Yeah, you see the impact it has on her in terms of her worries and uh, just some of the beatings that Donnie takes in these movies are brutal. Like the scene I really remember from uh, uh, Rocky, Creed 2 is when he loses a fight and he's just absolutely battered and he can barely get up in the morning. Like I've actually got some really maybe not for this podcast, but I've got I don't know how much I agree with boxing as a sport and that people are just like absolutely barting lumps out each other and getting paid for it and people are getting money off betting on it and all that. I don't know. I don't know if I'm quite I don't think I really approve of it that much in terms of a sport. Oh. Here we go down the rabbit hole. I wonder what you think about horse racing. I'm not a fan of horse racing either. <laughs> the horses don't get their consent. They don't. And then they get bolt gun to the heat. What's, what's your view on boxing? Do you, or do you think people have chosen to do it? I just feel like... I think, as a, I think as an entertainment yeah. sport, it's good, but it just plays, in, it pay, it plays on the very basic primal instincts of people that we just want to battle lumps at each other. It's mm-hmm. very, it's very old timey, I think. But mm-hmm. nowadays, with all the like football, rugby, when you get your head injuries and you need to get like concussion replacements and all that kind of stuff. Um, so for these guys to be battling lumps at each other's heads uh, and like trying to give each other concussions, then you know it's probably not the best idea. Later on down the line, I can imagine. Over the years, there's probably been a lot of undiagnosed kind of brain injuries, possibly, from these I've kind not, of things. I've not seen all the Rocky films, but apparently Rocky's character does get, or does have, like, kind of brain-related injuries. And- I, can Im- I can imagine, because, like, 
they're trying to stop kids heading balls in training at football mm-hmm. these days. So for like a massive guy to just wallop you need for a few rounds, it's definitely not good for you. And yeah, it's probably one of these sports that probably should start kind of toning down, but I don't think it ever will just because the money that's in it and the entertainment that people seem to see in it. Like, have you seen those slap championships? That's just daft. It's like you. It's like people just stand there, like slapping each other as hard as they can in the face, and like almost knocking each other out. Mm-hmm. Just daft. But it's the same vein as boxing. I'd imagine just a bit different. Yeah, it does make good movies though. But I do have my issues with it as a sport. But anyway, um, be interested to hear anyone listening's views on boxing as a sport and whether or what protections are being put in place to help the people competing. Yeah, I took a very kind of moral standpoint there. It was really weird. I don't I don't like it. <laughs> we're, who, we're not used to this. Who, who would have thought this would be our deepest ever podcast? I know. Creed. The boxing I, movie that should be banned. Also, something I saw was it didn't have... Like, so Stallone was a producer for the first one, or for the films in general, and he was potentially going to over, uh, direct the first one. Right. Uh, and he didn't. But I think he maybe, I don't know if I, re- I read it wrong, I think maybe he wrote the second one. Okay. But, uh, did you know it's Michael B. Jordan's directing the third one? I did hear that, yeah. I wasn't sure who directed the first two, but I heard that Michael B. Jordan was, was directing the third. And then it was someone else. And then it's a... Uh... I always find that weird. It was the same in Suits when Gabriel Mack and Patrick J. Adams, they directed. Like, must be weird being the director and one of the primary actors. I know, you just want to give yourself all the best scenes, wouldn't you? Because you'd be jumping from, like, behind the camera to in front of the camera and, like, positioning yeah. the shots running off. Yeah, you'd be able to play it back, like, oh, I've done terrible there. Do it again. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Like, are you glad, like, a big, one of my favourite things, apart from getting to talk to you on a regular basis, of course, um, I do enjoy that doing the podcast encourages us, not so much this one for me, because I've seen it before, but it does encourage us to watch things that we might not have found time for or thought to watch normally. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's never something that's just been, because I wasn't really interested in, like, Rocky, because I've not seen it in years. I was like, I don't really, not really that bothered with Creed. But yeah, it's definitely worth watching. Um, and if anyone hasn't seen it, I would definitely recommend it. And if you've been here the whole time, we've been spoiling it. And still recommend it. <laughs> and you're, you plan to finish two and go see three? Yeah, I'm hoping to finish two, hopefully maybe tomorrow night or something, maybe. But uh, I'm quite liking how kind of seamless it is from one to two. Um because there's not anybody being recast or it, and there's not like mm-hmm. any big movers and shakers. It's just the same crew, uh, just different players coming in. Like instead of who is it, Conlon? They're bringing in Victor Drago and Dolph Lundgren is Ivan Drago, and I really like Dolph Lundgren in this kind of role, and uh, the boys just like born out of hate and. Has is gunning for Creed, so I, I'm interested to see how it goes. I think I know how it's going to go, but we'll see. We'll see. Just going to put it out there. I 
I think I prefer the second film. I think I knew that. I think I knew that going in. Like, I think I remembered liking the second one more. Yeah, to be fair, the whole time we've been when we were talking about doing Creed, you did tell me the second you'd prefer the second one. Also, this uh, podcast we're supposed to be going on soon for like, the best sequels. I think Creed Two's got a good shout. Oh, okay. Oh, and also you got a Twitter. Oh no. I was going to say you got a Twitter uh, response, Fine. but I think they just liked it. But I'm pretty no, sure no, Brett... there, is a, there is a response there, but we're not quite there. Before we okay, share some for our one post in the Twitter sphere, because we keep forgetting, we're going to start doing it in advance so we leave more time for it. That's probably um, wise. Yes. But I think before that, we should give Creed number one a seismic score or seismic star or seismic something else. On the seismic scale, yes, that one's better actually. So, on the seismic scale of one to ten, one being the worst, ten being the best, what would or who goes first? You go first, you talk first, I talk first. Um, I'll go first. You go first. I hate I'll give it, or no, do I do it at the same time? Because I feel like if you have a score, it it kind of takes my score away. Yeah, I'll be influenced by your score, right? Okay. Will you be influenced if I give it a two? No. Right. Um, <laughs> let me have a quick think. Right. I'm going to go. Okay. Ready? Hey. One, two, three, 8.5. Ah, oh, so you never told me what we're counting up to. I thought it was going to be five. <laughs> well, I went 8.5. Well, I was going to say eight, so. Yeah. I think maybe because I like the second one more. Also, the bits I mentioned, it's not a big criticism, but the bits I mentioned earlier about people like not wanting to do things and suddenly just deciding to do things. I know that does happen in real life, uh, but I do feel like 2 is stronger and has a stronger antagonist. Yeah. So with that in mind, but it is a really enjoyable film, so I'm happy with 8.5. Yeah. I was going to say it was a solid origin story for um, Little Creed, but... Um... Baby kid, don't call me. Baby kid, <laughs> um, like it was kind of like formulated things like we were saying earlier on. Um, when I went into it, I was expecting him to be like Wonder Boy, like he would take a hit, he would just be like unstoppable. But he does take a good like kicking throughout the whole movie. Like even at the start, he's getting battered by kind of okay fighters and mm-hmm. taking hits, and he's getting he gets quite upset about it and stuff. So. I quite like that he wasn't like a kind of Mary Sue where he's just amazing at it from just because he was Creed, a Creed. So yeah, I'm quite enjoyed from that aspect too. But yeah, solid 8.8 8 out of 10 for me. Right, well, I'm just going to share the interaction from Twitter. So this is a shout out to a big supporter of the channel, Craig from What's the Script. Craig boy. He said, great movie and he did the Rocky slash Creed crossover really well. Shame the third instalment has patched Sly. Oh, no. No spoilers. That's just what he said. Craig. What does he mean by that? Yeah, I think that means that Sylvester Stallone isn't in Rocky 3. I mean, Rocky 3. Uh, Creed 3. Is that right enough? Oh, I don't know. That's, that's something by Craig. Hmm, that's interesting. Cheers for spoiling, Craig. Unexpected. 
Anyway, um, so have you got any like, podcasts or audio books the likes you want to give a wee shout out to before we finish up? Uh, well, I've done a wee Peaky's picks on that Saturday, Friday, Saturday. That's a great alliteration. I always screenshot it so then I know what to watch. I do. I, well, to be fair, there's some pretty good ones in there. I started, I branched out a wee bit and listened to a couple of new ones. I was watching, listening to the Infinity Bros. Uh, on Quantum Mania, that's quite good. Uh, no nerds were harmed. They did knock at the cabin. Yeah, I'm glad I missed that in the cinema. By the way, you should stop going to the cinema without me. I want to see things. I know it was good though. You should watch that when you get a chance. It's very different. Um, there's there's a Scottish podcast I was listening to. A couple of few East Coast boys called the Midnight Screening Screening. And uh, they done a couple of movies that I was Resident Evil and Thirteen Ghosts. That was pretty good. Uh, who else? I was listening to a couple of guys. That, oh, there's, I think there's a bunch of them. But it was like a diabolical podcast where they listen to. They do movies as well, but they come up with their own kind of diabolical schemes at the end. Like how would they do the movie better from the bad guy's perspective? So they did like right. Get Out and Thirteen Ghosts and stuff. And. Uh, one of them was just like and get out instead of like abducting like Chris Washington it would be like just abduct hobos and then someone was like yeah we'll hypnotise a pilot and then get him to ditch in the Bermuda Triangle and then uh, steal all the people's bodies in the plane and stuff and it was just like crazy stuff <laughs> but yeah it's quite just a bunch of people, a bunch of good podcasts out there. Yeah. I think if you want to see a list of them, go on our Twitter page, you'll see my recommendations. Uh, and I missed one out on the on the PK's picks as well. It was the Moisture Farm Report on the the Mandalore. It really set it up for Season 3, Episode 1, when I was watching that. So big shout out to them too. Yeah, I watched a couple of your suggestions. I watched some of uh, What's the Scripts, Shaun of the Dead, and I keep saying it, but I really want us to do a Cornetto trilogy episode at some point. We definitely should. I'm totally up for that. Yeah, I'll actually put, add it to the Google uh, Doc before we leave. And I watched. I mentioned I watched the uh, Nomads of uh, Listen to uh, Nomads of Fantasies uh, Get Out episode when I was at a walk the other day, and you know my love for that film because we obviously did a podcast on it, and uh, I always enjoy listening to. But people break it down, but it always makes me want to watch it straight afterwards. And it's like when I hear about the, or when I think about or hear about The Shining, I, I always want to rewatch that as well. So, yeah. And plus, you pick up loads of things that you probably like. Mm. I didn't know the thing about the, the family and that, all wearing red. Mm-hmm. And uh, red and blue. Red and blue. Yeah. I didn't realize that was a thing in the film at all until I listened to a podcast. So it was quite interesting. Yeah, it's amazing. That, I was in my top three movies, wasn't it, when we did the movie ranking? I think so. God, that was long ago. Eh? Yeah. I've actually started, like, occasionally, see if I can't think of something to listen to. I've actually just been watching some of our earlier ones. Oh, is that why our viewership's so far up now? The go- the golden age. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to me when I'm just like... <laughs> I, think we're, I like to think we're more polished and confident now. Oh. Polished, maybe like a polished turd. 
<laughs> we've actually started analyzing and going quite deep with our content so i know Take, taking morality into the question now instead of just going i see that movie it's good i <laughs> cool cool eh? yeah good yeah i like that but i didn't like that I, I, I like that bit because um yeah it, it was funny <laughs> what was the phrase we used to always use was that was like a word we always used whatever it was was it um or a uh, or you, you, you certainly um and a lot less than you used to me yeah i don't know what it is you know speaking the podcast i end up speaking like really short sentences and having pauses and it's really weird. But as like in real life, I speak a mellow as an hour. Uh, anyway, we're kind of we're kind of droning on towards waffling. The waffling. <laughs> so, um, in terms of what's coming up next, uh, we're hoping to collaborate with a uh, Brett from Dissect, Dissect That Film, and we're hoping to look at Scream One. And I've got a horrible confession, which has happened a few times on this channel and in real life, that I've not seen any of the Scream movies. Ah! Have you seen Scary Movie? Yes. I've hey, seen Scary but... I also owned a screen mask at one point. Never used to have it in my house. Is that the tongue? The one with the tongue? Yeah. No. no, it wasn't one with the tongue, but. Just a normal I, one. I definitely had one, and I, I went, I dressed up as Scream for Halloween, having never seen any of the films. Yeah. To be fair, who cares? <laughs> as you know, I'm quite into my horror. Going from like like so get out to the shining and I enjoyed the other ones we did when we reviewed like the strangers and Halloween and things like that. So yeah, no, I think it'd be good. Uh, I've not seen it in ages either, but like I did the same as you. I watched Scary Movie Birth before I'd ever seen Scream, so <laughs> it's, it's quite interesting. Yep. So that's the plan. And also coming up, we're hoping to do, and you'll be delighted with this, a uh, John Wick two and three after reviewing the first one uh, a while yes. ago. Um, we're looking to do another collaboration uh, about the best of our sequels or possibly reviewing Jaws and we're going to review Bad Batch Season 2 when it finishes Hey hey, quite a busy schedule Aye. Collaborating with Tallboy Radio will be going on their show for the best ever sequels Yep, um, so in terms of us, uh, we're Seismic Cinema and you can find us on YouTube and if you don't already, please subscribe to the channel. We're now up to 84 subscribers. So if you could subscribe, share, and like this video, that'd be great. And um, you can also find us on Spotify, Anchor, Good, uh, Good Pods, Amazon Music, Audible, Google Pods, Apple Pods. We've got all these pods. You'd think these would add up to some good viewing figures, but <laughs> alas. Um, so if you do enjoy our content, or even a little bit, or you just like us, or you like that we're Scottish, then uh, hit the like, subscribe, share, uh, and help us get me a mic and some headphones so we can both be professional. And was that on that? Buy me a coffee? Uh, yes. Buy us, buy me some headphones and a mic. We'll share the link um, on uh, social media. So hopefully you've enjoyed our discussion of creed and the moralities of boxing and my inner dialogue about why i don't like boxing but like boxing movies because you're sick in the head yes and paul can you remind our viewers and listeners about our tagline 
It's the power of a shovel punch to the face and knocking your butt to the canvas. That power. And it's also, uh, we believe in the power of escapism and using movies and TV and movie and TV podcasts to escape reality for a wee bit, talk some nonsense and just have a good time. Yeah. Oh, thank you for listening to us ramble on. And goodbye.